Okay, so Psalm 150 is the last psalm of the book of Psalms. Unfortunately for you guys, we are not done with Psalm after this Sunday. You know, we continue doing other Psalms through the rest of the summer. Um, this, this Psalm, I, I really couldn't find any information about who wrote it. Uh, typically, we, we know that David has written a lot of these Psalms, so maybe it's just assumed that David wrote this last Psalm. But the way it's written, it's written like it's the finale of Psalms. So earlier this month, we celebrated the 4th with fireworks display. Uh, and there's normally typically a finale that is spectacular at the end of the fireworks display. I used to be one of those guys that uh, worked for a pyrotechnic company. Um, <clears throat> I was there to help set up the, the firing tubes, and then we'd load those tubes with the uh, shells for the fireworks display. And it, it was kind of important on how we put those shells in there, um, you know, because it affected the way the, sh the show would be. You know, it's like, um, eventually I was assigned the specials. Those were the uh, shells that were used that were, I, they typically started at a six inch shell and worked their way up from that. And they were the ones that were more spectacular than what you see in the main show. So, <clears throat> during the finale, there's not just the shells that are normally used during the finale, but there's also the specials that are used. <clears throat> um, majority of the uh, specials had a special de design even, um, like waterfalls, the <clears throat> a smiley face, a watermelon, um, they typically were, had uh, multiple explosions, so you see one display and then it spreads out and then they explode again and give another display. And any other kind of uh, effect, you know, in the specials. So <clears throat> the design for the finale is to make it exciting and memorable for the audience. So they, they go away saying, that was incredible. This, I feel that th this Psalm 150 is kind of that very same thing. It wants you to go away excited and thinking, that was incredible what God did in the Psalms. Um, so starting in verse 1, it starts out with praise the Lord. It's exciting and in loud. <clears throat> you know, we, we should be excited and loud, you know, in, in praising the Lord. 
because we're uh, because of all that God has done, and every character of God displayed in all these the Psalms. <clears throat> the word Lord in this phrase is in all capital letters. Um, a couple weeks ago, Pastor Chris had this in his sermon, and he explained how this is the meaning of Yahweh. This is the capital name of God. You know, it's like <clears throat> when... when the, during the different spellings of the word Lord, uh, when it's in all capital, that's to mean uh, the, the highest uh, capital name for God, who is the I Am. <clears throat> so in, in this verse, they are praising Yahweh, or the I Am, for everything that he has done in the previous chapters. Then continuing in verse 1, praise God in his sanctuary. That is this place right here. This room is our sanctuary. And it's also any room that all the other believers are in on a Sunday morning, and they're praising and worshiping God. This worship is exciting because we are praising the most excellent God who gives us life. This, this praise should change us and transform us because our minds have been filled with the most excellent knowledge of God. Our worship is not only worship. Uh, our worship is not the only worship God receives, but in His mighty heavens, give worship and praise, as as it explains here in verse one again. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. The heavenly beings also join in our praise and worship when we're here on earth. They're also up in heaven giving praise and worship to God as well. And in, in this, with the mighty heavens, it also includes those who have died before us and have joined God in heaven. They're also joining in that praise and worship with us. This display of praise and worship from earth to, to the heavens is the finale that God deserves for the mighty works he has done. <clears throat> I see it like the fireworks finale where the people in the sanctuary are the main display and the heavenly praise are the specials that enhance the praise to God. In verse 2, praise him for his mighty deeds. For, in verse 2, it gives us reason why we should 
praise and worship. We are to praise God for his mighty deeds. The, the deeds that the people of this time during the Psalms, uh, Psalms writings would be God's mighty act of creation, the, the exodus from Egypt, the conquest of the promised land, the, the Vedic uh, kingdom, the deliverance from Babylon, and restoring of the nation. These are just a few of the major events that, that you know, uh, in Psalms they would be praising God for, for these, uh, for these deeds. God has his sovereign reign over all that he has made. God deserves praise and worship for the mighty act of creation. We wouldn't be here if he didn't create everything. So we need to be praising God just because he did creation and created us. God led Moses in the exodus from, from Egypt and through the conquest to the promised land, which God deserves praise for that. As we read in the Psalms, which is written by da- majority written by David, the hand of God is in David as king over the nation. So there are plenty of psalms in here that ex- explain how <clears throat> David is just praising God for what he's, uh, God has done through his hands, you know, in, uh, leading the nation. Later on, the nation of Israel is taken into captivity again by ba- Babylon. But the hand of God was there as well and delivers them out of Babylon. And then later on, he helps them restore the nation to its strength. All these events deserve praise to God because he is the one that has done these mighty deeds. Going back to verse 2, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Excellent greatness speaks of who he is. To praise God, we must know God. God has revealed himself in his word, the Bible. I'm going to try to go through and quickly give an examples of God's excellent greatness. God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. God is omnipotent, all-powerful, to create out of nothing everything that is. God is so powerful, he can control the weather, the outcomes of war, and raise from the dead. God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. God is 
the knowledge that is created. Nothing known is out of what God is and the knowledge that God has, for he is knowledge. God is omnipresent. God is the beginning and the end. He is I am. He's not created. And he is not held within any time frame. We here on earth, we're, we're confined to time. And we, we don't really understand how to think of things beyond like a being confined to a time measurement. But God has no confinement to time. He's present all the time. God is excellent greatness because he is holy. He is without sin. He is love. We can't love others unless God is the one that created love in us. God is mercy. He has given us life. God is grace, righteousness, justice, and faithfulness. And we can just continue going on and on. God is all of these as as the I am who created all things, which have included all these attributes of holiness, love, mercy, grace, righteousness, justice, and faithfulness. We as created beings, we have these attributes because God created them in us. We can't create these attributes ourselves. We don't have the power to do so. But we are to praise God for his excellent greatness. All our praise and worship are accompanied by the heavenly beings as well to give God the appropriate praise that he deserves. So as we move forward in in verses 3 through 6, praises to happen with instruments, trumpet, lute, harp, tambourine, strings, pipe, symbols, and voice. These are the instruments that they had during their time. Any instrument is to be used during the praise to our God. God created in us the talent of music to glorify his name. When I go flip over to Revelation 4... This is John that has written Revelation, and he goes through and describes things here in Revelation. 
In, in Revelation 4, John describes the throne in heaven. And in verse 1, uh, it's the Lord that's speaking this. Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. And then in verse 2, At once I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne stood in heaven with the one seated on the throne. So John was confronted by the Lord, and the Lord said to come up here into heaven so you can see what heaven is. And then at once he was in the presence of the Lord in heaven, at the throne. And so then the continuing verses just continue to describe what heaven looks like. But what I want to express is here is John describes and sees that there was a singing that never ceased. And they said, Holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. God welcomes praise. He deserves praise. Our singing is accompanied by instruments. These instruments help with our singing and project loudly so others will hear God, the praise of God. In, uh, back in Psalm 150, verse 5, praise him with sounding cymbals, praise him with loud clashing cymbals. As I was talking about with the fireworks displays, they have loud sounds of explosion. Our praise is going to have loud sounds of clashing cymbals, which give praise to God. <clears throat> As we are involved in praise, our emotions want to get involved because the music is an outward expression of our heart. We should have a passion to praise the, the greatness of God that makes us so emotional, which causes us to an outward loud praise. Because it starts inside of us, it also causes us to move or dance. David is described about dancing before the Lord. And this happens in 2 Samuel 5. So 2 Samuel 5 tells us, um, yeah, 2 Samuel chapter 5 tells us of David becoming king of Israel. And then in chapter 6, He's wanting to bring God back into the nation of God, 
of Israel, bringing them back to what they should be and have been done in the past of, you know, having God involved in the leadership of the nation. So David and the people brought the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem, into the temple where it belongs again. And at that time, they, they praised and sang and danced with joy. So <clears throat> music creates an emotion in us, and we just want to get it out. And it normally starts out with you know, the loud singing and playing of instruments. And sometimes it's going to make you move or dance. Chapter 150 also, it ends as it began with praise the Lord. This is the triumphant end to all the Psalms. As, we, as I was explaining about the finale of a fireworks display, the company I worked with, we had a tradition and the finale with what's called the kiss goodnight. This was done at the end of the finale after a little brief pause, and then it was fired off the kiss, which would be a special arrangement of large triple shells or one large shell. And this is something that would just be spectacular to see. So this final praise the Lord is the same thing that I can, can see in that kiss goodnight is we're now saying praise the Lord one final time in a spectacular praise to God. And then... <clears throat> In our current time, we have more mighty deeds that God has done. So <clears throat> since, since the writing of the Psalms, we can have the written word that ex explains even more mighty deeds that God has done and uh, repeats again his excellent greatness with Christ's work on earth gives us more reason to praise and even more praise the Lord. We have been given more instruments to make loud praise to God. One of the most important deed God has done since the time of, of Psalms is God's work on earth as a human named Jesus. He lived on earth to be an example of his greatness and show his deeds. His grand finale of the work on earth is the accomplishment on the cross in rising from the dead. These and so many more deeds of God should move us to praise him. We have our own experiences as well with his mighty deeds. 
that would cause us to want to praise him even more. It's like when you have that mighty deed from God done in your own life, I'm, I'm hoping that that changes your life. You, need, you want to serve him even greater, you know, and as this uh, chapter is talking about, you know, even praise him all the more. So just one example in my own life starts many years ago. Pastor Tom and myself attended the same church in northern Illinois. I was involved in the tech ministry and youth ministry. Tom, as a junior hire, attended the youth group. Our friendship started in the youth group events and has grown ever since. Once Tom and Christo started this church plant in Anago, he hoped and prayed for me to move north to be part of this church. At the time, in the church in Illinois, I was working as maintenance and tech director. While doing this work, it caused an injury to my body, and thus I quit the work at that church. As I was job searching, Tom and Crystal saw an opportunity for a, a, a job that was at uh, Silver Birch Ranch. This allowed me to move up north and attend this church. God has had his hand orchestrating this to happen. There are so many other deeds that God has done in my, within my life that caused me to want to praise the Lord. His excellent greatness has not changed because he is the I am. As we read in the Bible, we're going to see those same characteristics and attributes of God, of his excellent greatness, because he is I am. And he will not change from that. From the beginning and for all time, he will always be excellent greatness, which should excite us to praise him. We have more instruments to accompany us in our songs and praise. I hope your own passion and excitement for what God has done, for what you see as his, God's great greatness, will cause your passion to grow and excitement and want to give praise to the Lord. So let's move our passion to God to an outward expression in song as we sing our final songs. Pay attention to the words. As I was sitting back there and the worship team was going through the songs and, you know, through the practice, oh, man, the words to these songs, oh, they, they, 
tell so much of his deeds and his character of God, it's just going to cause us to want to praise the Lord. So let's praise the Lord. I'll go into prayer. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. Oh, it is so good to be in your presence and your greatness and that we know that we have the honor to give you praise for everything that you have done. Lord, I'm just like out of words right now. I just can't. I'm, just, it, I'm speechless. And that's why you have also given us the Holy Spirit to speak on our behalf. Lord, I just thank you for everything that you've done. And I, at this time, we just want to give you praise for everything that you've done. In your name we pray. Amen.